You're listening to the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, happy Saturday. Happy finally, it feels like spring day. Uh, just taking a look at what's going on down near the ACC. There's so many people outside. I w- I'm willing to bet that half of them don't even know there's a basketball game on. They're just there because it's nice out and they saw a big crowd and they thought it was going to be a big outdoor party. So hopefully you are enjoying the start to a really beautiful weekend. Um, I've been watching uh, CP24 for a part of the day and they, they keep mentioning that today is wear your pajamas to work day. Uh, except for none of them were wearing the pajamas on air. So I was wondering if it was kind of like an April Fool's Day kind of late joke. Uh, also, I've never heard of wear your pajamas to work day. And uh, if it's a real thing, then I think everyone should be forced to participate in it. Sadly, you actually, if you want to know if I'm wearing pajamas, you can go online and watch our webcams, newstalk1010.com. There you go. Um, I, I, every year, for some reason, I'm a grown adult and every year I have to go online and I Google, when do I have to file my taxes? Every year I get confused. I forget. I know it's April something and I always try to remember. I'm like, is it the beginning of April? Is it the end of April? And Every year, I tell myself, I'm not going to wait until the last minute. I, I'm always scrambling. I'm always stressed about it. I'm going to get it done you know, well in advance. Well, to me, this year, I was somewhat successful because I went this week. And uh, because I'm self-employed, I actually uh, have this accountant who helps me with my taxes. So he files my taxes. I see him once a year. And I've been, uh, I don't know, I think I've been seeing him for like 15 years now. Um, he's... <laughs> I realized this when I was sitting across from him that uh, I have known him since his hair was brown and it's now all white. So I'm thinking, I've known him for such a long time. And he's a great guy. He's kind of, um, I guess this is what you want in an accountant is that he's fairly conservative. So because I'm self-employed and I do a million different things, I always submit all of my receipts, like I bundle them together and I add them up and then I see whether or not he thinks are an acceptable expense. So because I do uh, TV work, uh, there's, uh, you know, I can claim a portion of things like clothing or makeup or um, having to get my hair done. So a part of that I can claim as an actual work expense. And because I am not a salaried employee anywhere, I don't get health benefits. So I'm always adding up my medical receipts. So things like going to see my massage therapist or my chiropractor, the dentist, all that I add up. And uh, and so I had those in a little pile and I handed them to him and I said, okay, here's my you know health and medical bills. And Let's just remember that what I do throughout the year is I throw all of my receipts into a box and then I spend a couple of days where I'm near tears um, trying to sort them and I wonder why I don't do it uh, in a sort of more orderly fashion throughout the year. So I hand him the stack of like crumpled receipts and I said, these are my health and medical bills. And um, he looks down at them, he looks up and he goes, do you know this first one is for Toblerone bar? And uh, I'm like, oh, well... That is probably in some way a health expense needed somehow. So this is just to tell you that I have not learned my lesson many years later of doing my taxes. And I asked him, I'm like, do you think I'm one of your better people? And to which case he didn't, he didn't really answer. And he said, well, you know, there are some of those people who are the Olympic filers. And uh, he goes, what they do is they wait like every four years to do their, to do their taxes. He goes, those ones are a lot of fun. I'm like, well, I do mine every year. So I must be up in that top, uh, percentile. Again, he didn't answer. Um, also, I've got a couple of giveaways coming up during the show. Uh, 
one of the things I'll be giving away later on is a prize pack from Adam's Natural Peanut Butter. I've been doing some work with them uh, on TV, and we're giving away a great gift basket worth 200 bucks. so listen for your chance to win that. And my guests today, I'm very happy to have them in studio, and I would think that many of you might actually know who they are. One of them wore a lot of makeup today, so you can go online <laughs> to Newstalk1010.com. <laughs> And uh, she's like, I did up my face because you're going out later. Is that what's happening? I am. So, you know, I had to bring it for you. Thank you. I have a face for radio. (laughs) Well, I I do too. So my guests uh, are behind the best-selling cookbooks, Bite Me and Bite Me Too. Their new book is out. It's called Lick Your Plate. I've got sisters Julie Albert and Lisa Nat. And uh, if you've got any meal planning questions or anything that you want to have answered, you can always text in. The show is live, 71010. So... Ladies, congrats on the book. It just came out this week, right? It was actually last week. Oh, and last thank week. you so much. We're so excited. Now, I uh it's beautifully shot. Like the photos are stunning. Well, you know, you you eat with your eyes too. So the eye candy, there there's a reason there's a hashtag food porn. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so, you know, people people want to eat with their eyes as well. And so I took care of that part and Lisa of course took p- care of the part where you actually ingest the food. So she does all of our recipe development. And oh, was that right? I was going yeah. to ask how you sort of divide up the the roles or the responsibilities or whether you both do a little bit of everything. Oh, no. We're sisters who work very well together because yeah. we each have our own playground. Oh, so that's Le- good. Lisa yeah. does all of the recipe development. She's got a bionic palate and she knows how to answer that question, what's for dinner? We have six teenagers between us and not always the question you want to answer. Yeah. You know, so like... And it comes every day. Every day? It's like every day. It never stops, right? You're just waiting for them to move out. And my answer when, you know, my answer being Lucky Charms is not the right answer. So Lisa really taught me how to cook and now I can cook for my family, my friends, and I can do it on a regular basis, which is quite remarkable. Uh, Well, it is. You know, all these things on Pinterest, they're great to look at. Oh, they're beautiful, aren't they? These you, like 10 layer cakes yeah, and everything. Yeah, but when yeah. you go to actually sit down, that it, that reply of, I could never do that, um, comes to mind. So mm-hmm. we, what we want to do with Lick Your Plate and with all the Bite Me recipes is set people up for success in the kitchen. It's not about the eight hour broth or growing your own vegetables necessarily. It's about going to one grocery store and fi- and putting together a meal that's fresh and fantastic. I also like that um, you don't, uh, you're not against simple shortcuts. So it's not that you have to make your pizza dough from scratch. It's not that you have to make your polenta from scratch. Like there's no, ways options. to do, yes. I mean, we, sh- we we tell people how they can do that. And if they're looking for a shortcut, here's what, you know, we, we like to give the tips and tricks to make your life easier. We're not so, looking to make it harder. So Lisa, if you're sort of the brains behind the recipe development, how do oh, you... I like being called the brains, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, um, nobody hello. ever calls me the brains. I'm the sister hello. with the brains. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, if you're the one who comes up with the recipes and this being the third book, I'm just... I just feel like a lot of people, myself included, and I do, I don't even have kids and half the time I'm asking myself what's for dinner and I feel sad about it because I'm like, well, oh, one of the 12 this. recipes that I know, and you tend to rotate the same thing. And I know that my friends with kids, they get to the point where they're like, 
all right, you know, there's, you have your sort of Rolodex of a couple of things that are your go-tos that you know really, you know, you know off by heart that are quick and simple. How on earth do you go about creating over a hundred new recipes? There's 160, I'll have you know, Pay, and she, <laughs> she can reinvent a chicken breast like nobody's business. You know, what's funny is my kids never get the same meal. Really? Your kids yeah. are so lucky. Yeah, well, because I'm always trying to think of and come up with new recipes and yeah. new ideas. So even if they love something, they're never getting it they're again. Never, oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I love this dish. Well, enjoy it because you're never going to see it again. Yeah, stick it in your pockets. <laughs> Pretty much how it works. So then, but how do you, you know, how do you even start to go, okay, we just finished a book. Let's say it was the last one. And then you think, okay, let's start pumping out recipes for another cookbook, but yet you've already done a lot of pasta. You've done a lot of, let's say, eggs and chicken and a lot of the, the basics that people go to. I, I, I think a lot of it is, firstly, I'm always thinking and dreaming of food. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's always inspiration somewhere. Some Something always, you know, gets me and I just write it down and I think about it and I, it just, you create something new with the same old, same old. Now, where do you look to for inspiration? Because, you know, when you are creating recipes and creating the videos that you do um, on your website and you're all, you need to look to other food people, I would mm-hmm. think, right? Mm-hmm. For some ideas or websites or certain things. So where do you, what do you surround yourself with? I surround myself with my sister. That's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she gives me a I, lot of inspiration. What you know, she like, feels like. Remember the great kazoo on the Flintstones? Yes. That's me on her shoulder whispering <laughs> in her ear. <laughs> sometimes I listen and things. sometimes I just flick her off. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Go well, away. You know, the beauty of what Lisa does with the recipes is she'll take something so basic and kind of tr- flip it a little bit so that mm-hmm. you end up with something extraordinary. So buttermilk p- pancakes, for example, in this book, there's apple pie, butter- buttermilk pancakes, and there's chunks of apple. And this could have been your regular pancake, but mm-hmm. she's put in chunks of apple, graham cracker crumbs, caramelized apples on top, and turned it into something like anyone can do this and look like a star. These are her favorite recipe. The yeah. the apple pancake? Well, I am a bit of a pancake fanatic. I like, I like pancakes <laughs> too. Lie. It's like cake for breakfast. It is. But in That's a pan. I like it. So I know, okay. and it feels like sort of healthy. <laughs> sort of. It, <laughs> it usually isn't that healthy, not once you add like some butter and maple syrup and whatever, but, but there's it's apples fine. in it. It's, there's it's fruit. apples. It's there's fruit. A, there's a serving it's of fruit. fruit. I like how yeah. you think. I, yeah. I like this a lot. So then... Um, so obviously, Lisa, you're the one who, with more of the food cooking background. Yeah. And then Julie, would you say that throughout this process, you're, would you say that you're, you're kind of, you would epitomize sort of who the book's for in a way? Absolutely. I'm the ultimate test market because Lisa will give me recipes when she dreams them up. I will try to recreate them in my kitchen. And if I can do it, Trust me, anyone <laughs> can do it. Um, I have been called everything from blunder woman in the kitchen to... I don't know. What was my other superhero name, Lisa? Uh, I think you're very extraordinary in the kitchen now. Oh, thank you, sister. I know. <laughs> I've never can, known so much love she, between siblings. If we could hold hands, we would. I know. She's across the room, though. You split us up on purpose. I did split you up. <laughs> if you could do like go-go gadget arms and extend your arms It's like a sister sandwich out. with pay. It's kind of nice. I'm like, I've never known so much. I have a younger brother, and we do. there's no love lost between the two of us. So this is almost uncomfortable for me. It's kind of different with sisters. Like, we laugh every day. If, if we aren't laughing... You know, it, it it's not 
Yeah, we enjoy each other. Yeah. We enjoy each other's humor. Well, we're going to talk a bit more um, about the book and about some of the recipe inspirations in here. If you have questions for Lisa or Julie, you can always text in seven ten ten. Questions about uh, you know planning your meals or their inspiration, and also I want to talk a bit more about what it's like working with family and the fact that you're like you said you have six teenagers between you. That's busy enough. You know, never mind running your own running your own business, and you'll have a chance to win their book later on the show. More with Pei Chen on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Welcome back to the show. Are you growing tired of your own meals, those couple of recipes that you know how to make? Well, sisters Julie Albert and Lisa Nad have a third cookbook out. It's called Lick Your Plate, a lip-smacking book for every home cook. It's a follow-up to their bestsellers, Bite Me and Bite Me More. Now, would you differentiate this book in any way? Is there a certain way you would describe it that's kind of sets it apart from the first two? I I think the first two definitely, well, I know the first two answer the question, what's for dinner, as does this one. But with this book, we wanted to give people more. Mm -hmm. Um, What we constantly hear from people is, I don't know what to make with chicken. I don't know what to make with that. So we give a lot of side side dish suggestions in the book. We also give tons of tips and tricks. We have over 40 recipes that are 30, take 30 minutes or less. Oh, that's That's good. another thing that people are really saying to us. They don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we give, like you said before, shortcuts, um, ways to reuse your leftovers. Yep. So what can you do with the meatballs you made last night? Well, we'll tell you what to do with them the next day. So Make a again, smoothie. No, exactly. that wasn't the recipe. Yes, it is. That, a, you know what, Pam? That, that is not is, okay. That one's coming in the fourth book. <laughs> the fourth that book. is the fourth book. Which is food in Meat, unconventional ways. It's called the meatball smoothie <laughs> for a Monday morning. Uh, now, you also call the book your new best friend in the kitchen. Yeah, we tell you the truth. Oh, is that what? You know, okay. We're, we're going to be your besties every step and stir of the way. So we're there to tell you how it really is. And while, like I've always said, we admire the glue gun goddess, a.k.a. Martha, can't really the do glue gun got it. I like that. Can't really do what she does yes. on a regular basis. You know, when we have the kids and we have we're running a business and mm-hmm. we're we're trying to spend the day making each other laugh. That you know. So each of you has three teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's the age range? I have, I have 14, 16, 18. Okay, and I have fifteen, fifteen, and seventeen. Wow. She didn't just stutter. She actually has twins. <laughs> <laughs> That so those are two very busy very hungry homes. and very hungry lots hungry. of hungry yeah a lot mouths, of food happening a lot of kids a lot of friends coming through the house at all times so so are uh, all your kids very adventurous eaters like they're good eaters or did you you know did you have phases where they're like super picky and I only eat food that's blue? I, you know I'm gonna admit this on radio but I have an 18 year old who still just eats noodles and butter really yeah the other two are really good yeah but. You know, it's okay because <laughs> I know how to make noodles and butter now. That's your, you have you aced that? Oh my gosh, I am gold medal winner. <laughs> noodles and butter. Lisa, what about you? Your kids? Oh, they're amazing eaters. They'll eat absolutely anything. Really? I make. Oh, well, yeah. they're the ones because you do the recipe development. They're right. the ones who never get to eat the same thing twice. So, so they're like, "This is the only time I'm going to have this meal. I better eat it." Yes, it's like their last <laughs> supper every day. Every day, like every we'll day. never ever <laughs> see, this see this dish meal again. again. Um, now, when you're developing recipes, who is the? I guess who's the ultimate guinea pig for you guys when you're developing something? Because you might think because you spend so much time together, like, "Oh, this is going to be fantastic." But you you need to try it out, right? And see if it yeah. is something that people would want to make. 
I think friends and family and also, you know, we could, we, we love to talk to the Bite Me More community. We have a website, we have um, all the social platforms where people are always communicating with us, telling us what they want, what they need. Um, and we're here and to listen. And they're, they're really not shy to share their opinions. No, and I love that. People aren't shy to share their they opinions online. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you like my hair? Do you not like my hair this way? Tell me what you think. Do you don't even have to ask them. They'll tell you. <laughs> I think they, I think they would like your makeup today. Okay, why are we coming back to makeup? <laughs> We're talking about food. We are yes, but people can also stream the show online and watch the webcams if they yeah. want. Newstalk1010.com. Now, how long have you been working together? Um, well, if I were going to say it would probably be the back to the easy bake oven when Lisa was selling uh, cookies to kids on the street, but, (laughs) or I was, you know, two for, yeah, she was my banker. One for 10 cents, two for a quarter. Were you really selling them? Your easy bake oven? She, we we had a racket happening. Wow. I know. It was quite, it was quite a business, but, um, we've been at this. Our first book was, uh, seven years ago. So bite me came, came along seven years ago, then Mm -hmm. bite me too. Then we launched the website, bite me more. And now we're Licking our plates. Lick your plate. (laughs) Everyone get licking. So when you started, was was this just sort of a side thing for you? Like when you did put together the first cookbook, you both were had other jobs or were doing something else? No, we had young kids. So we really wanted to find something that spoke to both of our skill sets. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a background in writing and design and Lisa's background is, you know, her bionic palette at the stove. So (laughs) together we felt like this was the right thing to do. And I really needed someone to help me answer the question, what's for dinner? Right. And so I had hundreds of cookbooks, but none consistently answered that question. I might've had one from one book and one from another book, but we really wanted to give people what they needed, which was a a consistent book full of foolproof recipes. So now because of your website and your videos Mm -hmm. um, and the recipes that you put up, this is is your business now. It's global domination. Well, it's getting there. Yeah. Close, global. I've heard. <laughs> so when you, was there ever any doubt when you decided to go into business together? Never. No. No. D- doubt about what? About working with family. No. Oh, no. Not her. No. Because it, re- it, it, it drives a wedge in <laughs> between some people. No, I, like I said before, I think what's so great is that we both admire what the other one is good at. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily, I will tell her if I do one of her recipes and it doesn't work and what didn't work about it, but I won't necessarily meddle in it. Right. And Lisa doesn't really know a font from a, you know, poor Lisa. From a fork. I know, right? I mean, it's pretty sad. So whatever you tell her basically goes, you're like, nope, this is what we should use. I Um, think everything looks pretty. We're a bit, we're a bit the pen and teller. I've been told I'm the one who talks a lot and I mute her. (laughs) We'll get her to speak a lot more, uh, you know, in the next segment. Actually, a, a listener texted in. They said, do you have any ideas for two teenagers? A 19-year-old competitive athlete loves vegetables, needs protein. And then the other one loves meat but doesn't like vegetables. Ooh, I would I would lean towards the stir-fry option because that way you can do separate dishes and not have to prepare too much. Right. See how good she is on her feet? Yes. That's good. Well, because the, ideally you're not going to go home and for dinner make two completely separate meals, right? right? Like you want to try to shorten, you know, your, your your workload. So if you can prepare the same thing and then just cook it separate, you have two separate meals for and please everybody in your house. 
then everyone's happy. All right, so I've got uh, <laughs> I've got the authors behind the new cookbook, Lick Your Plate, a lip smacking book for every home cook. Also, a chance for you to win coming up later in the show. We'll be back with the two sisters uh, after the break. And if you have any questions, you can always text in seven ten ten. If you have something you want to ask them, you can call in as well four one six eight seven two ten ten. We're taking a quick break here. You're listening to the Pay Chen Show on In Depth Radio News Talk ten ten. Where opinions are celebrated. The Pay Chen Show on News Talk 1010. Welcome back to the show. I have uh, sisters Julie Albert and Lisa Nat here. They're the women behind the website. It's Bite Me More is the website, right? Bite Me right? More is our website. Okay. And the first two cookbooks, bestsellers, were Bite Me and Bite Me Too. Correct. And those are... Th- in, similar to the current book, which is Easy Recipes, so your answers to what's for dinner. Yeah, it's like like I've said before, it's setting people up for success in the kitchen. We, we're we only as good as our recipes, and if everyone can recreate them, that's success for us as well. So we want you to look good in the kitchen, and we want you to feel good. And if you can have a laugh while you're doing it, because we know peeling potatoes can be a little bit grueling sometimes, we're there for that as well. Now, how do you determine what makes it into the cookbook and what doesn't? Because I'm sure there were a lot of recipes that uh, you have in a file somewhere on your computer that that never see the light of day in print. That is a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it often is just, you know, trying to use a variety of ingredients and just keep it different for people. So sort of just to get everybody's interest. There there has to be a balance. And so if Lisa sends me one more recipe with feta, I will say to her, no more feta. I cannot write about feta one more time. So (laughs) there's definitely, you have to strike that balance between the taste that will be with your family and friends and what you might want to make at home and what we've already done. So we're constantly mixing things up and, and trying to bring a fresh take to to everything we do. Now, if you have a question uh, for the sisters, you can always text in at 71010. Uh, if you want to call in, you can as well, 416-872-1010. We have uh, a listener who texts in because they're a fan of your cookbook. They say they have your first cookbook, and then they ask if this new one will help them make different coleslaws. Well... It- it will help for sure. Um, we have a recipe for sloppy joes with a Memphis slaw. So you could definitely take that Memphis slaw and turn it into your, you know, side dish salad. I don't often get requests for coleslaw. I don't, yeah, that's a very I, unique I, thing. I don't either, but I, totally I love amazing. that. And with spring coming, it's great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I know that slaw. you try to incorporate, um, like, vegetables, produce that's kind of seasonal. So now that we're mm. actually entering, like, the warmer, months in the warmer period, what are your favorite things to be cooking with? Well, I mean, it's almost pie time. (laughs) What do you mean? Fresh Fresh fruit. fruit. Oh, yeah. I'm into that. I'd like you to make me some pies. I'd rather just eat the pie you make. (laughs) Or some slaw. Or slaw. Slaw. We're going to have some slaw. We're going to have some slaw, feel really good about eating the vegetables, and then have some some pie. So since the last book, or even since the first book, uh, I guess what ingredients or foods did you notice as becoming more popular or common? Because when I went through the recipes, I felt like you hit on some very current trends or or dishes or and flavors that have become quite popular in the past year. Well, I think, you know, we try not to get too trendy because, you know, you want your books to last. Um, but for sure, you know, the the 
I don't think we had very much quinoa in our first book. No, we. Ha- I don't think we had any quinoa. No. Well, even notice like edamame dumplings. Like, you know, yeah, edamame right. is something that is yeah. now people are familiar with it. It used to yes. be something a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in the, you know, recent years or things like, you know, tacos have become quite yeah. you know, popular. Yeah. And ramen, do, for example. We have a lot of international type dishes in the book. Um, we have a soba noodle soup that is a miso one with a poached egg in it. And it's like sumo sized. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go for that right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish you'd brought that in. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> All she brought was cookies. I just brought you cookies. I appreciate that, They're though. currency, though. You have these, these cookies open doors. What kind of cookies are they? They are an oatmeal uh, chocolate chip that I made for you, but in the book, they're actually oatmeal butterscotch. Oh. See, in this current book, in the yes. ones, the yes. new one that we're in talking about? Plate. Okay. All right. Um, you also... Uh, when you're recipe testing, because I, I find this really, I love the idea of it because when I look at a book and I go, wow, there's 160 recipes in here. That's amazing. And it, I don't think people often think about the work that went into it and the possible failures or oh, recipes that yeah. didn't do as well. So could we talk a little bit about the things you had great hopes for that maybe didn't live up to their expectations? So my rule of thumb when I'm testing a recipe is if I hit number five, the recipe just goes away. What do you mean by if you hit number five? Like if I can't get this recipe how I'm envisioning it in my head mm-hmm. by the fifth t- try, okay, I just, it's done. Do you know what else she says? What? If you can smell your nuts, it's too late. <laughs> do you know That's what that true. means? That's true. I do. It, yeah. you, you've burnt them. If you're toasting nuts. Yeah. It can mean different things to different people. For people who don't cook, it means a totally different thing. Do you think that's a good sign off for us? If you can I've, smell your nuts, nuts it's, it's too, too late. late. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is a what good sign up for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good I'm mantra to, to live by. I'm trying to find that like that epic phrase and Well, I you know, I was asking you during the commercial break if you have ideas for future cookbooks. Yes. And I feel like that was a good title for one. If you can smell your, your nuts, nuts, it's too, too late. late. Yes. Yeah, I yes. feel like that's gonna go over really well. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. It does. <laughs> It, it really it's better than being the slaw sisters <laughs> there's a couple of there's a few options i think that are coming out from the show yeah. um the book is divided into 10 chapters my favorite one is the brunch one. Oh, oh you're my julie's favorite too i love brunch i mean for me that's happy time that's family and friends together that's eating um cake at breakfast that's just to me we've got some sc- white chocolate cranberry scones in there that Ooh. will knock your socks off um, fre- different types of French toast. Lisa is a French toast fanatic, so she is always getting creative with French toast. We have egg dishes. I mean, she's got it all. Now, what questions do you find your uh, community? Because you've got a lot. You have quite a presence online as well. So, with your books and your videos and your recipes, what do you find uh, comes up a lot amongst the the viewers and the readers? I think, from my perspective, it's all. Everyone wants to know how to make things easier. Mm -hmm. And so that's really, that was a very much our objective in, in creating Lick Your Plate. It was to make life in the kitchen and at the table easier, better, um, in the grocery store, what you can look for. It's, it's not about sending you on a wild goose chase for 12 different, you know, hard to find ingredients. It's about the one stop shop. It's about, um, putting together a meal in a very, we, we try to take the thinking out of it for people a little bit. You know, you're already thinking enough during the course of the day. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be rocket science in the kitchen. So 
Um, Lee, did you have something? Well, I think also what we try to do with our videos on YouTube um, is try to make things less intimidating. So, you know, whereas some people find risotto intimidating, we do a video about risotto or, you know, making pies or icing cakes, you know, just to make people understand it's not that difficult and it's okay to make a mistake too. Like you don't have to be perfect all the time. Thank God. Yes. (laughs) The kitchen police will not arrest you. You'll be fine. If you make a little mistake, you'll Mm -hmm. be okay. You'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And so not to like worry about the small things. Like you can make the pie. Is there a certain food you get requests for the most? Uh, You did mention chicken earlier. I wonder if that's the one that people kind of want more variations of. Well, yeah, I think, I think people look at the chicken breast and scratch their head. Like, what else can I do with this? Um, and magically Lisa is always coming up with new ways to deal with it. What's your like current favorite Lisa? The sweet and sticky one. Yeah, I would say that one right now. I like how Julie actually answered it for you. I know, because it's like she can read my mind before it comes out. We talk with our eyes. Did you not see that? Yeah, we do actually. You send little messages back and forth. You're like, it's it's the sweet and sticky one. Well, no, I wasn't prompting. She can have her own opinion, people. (laughs) But you knew. I don't have her. She she actually does know. I did know. Because we did talk about it recently. It's a Chinese sweet and sticky um, Chicken. chicken. And it's just, it's so perfect. Now, do you have very different tastes? Or do you always like the same thing? We we like a lot of food. Like we're not very picky Mm -hmm. in general. We tend to eat quite a bit. So if you want to have us over for dinner, we'll eat anything like a grilled cheese sandwich, whatever you want to make us. Yeah, mac and cheese. No one invites us anymore. We'll take anything. No one invites you anymore? No. Why? Is it because Uh, they're intimidated because you you develop recipes? But do they not always, I've actually talked to a lot of chefs about this and they say that people are, uh, and food writers, people don't want to have them over for dinner because they feel like they're being uh, judged. They're being judged. And exactly. They're not, do you know that like a grilled cheese sandwich would be the best thing I ever tasted if someone made it for me? Would and, you like a leftover rice ball from Ted Wallace's show because <laughs> it's sitting here in it, studio? It's so tempting wrapped in that foil, but I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that one today. <laughs> You'll think about it. You know, Maybe there's a few tomorrow. more minutes. You it, might get hungry it, it in might be a your little party. bit. It might be your parting It might be. Yeah. yeah. You kind of ruined the surprise it's by the leaving It's the size it of a soccer ball. So I'm not sure. Well, you can share, you can have half now and save the rest for later. <laughs> uh, if you want to win one of uh, three copies of the book, Lick Your Plate, you can text in, you can text 71010. Be sure to include your full name and your mailing address. And I will take the text up until the end of the show at four o'clock. So don't feel like if you're driving right now, you have to rush and uh, send in a text. Yes, pull over. Don't don't text and enter a contest as you're driving. So full name and mailing address. I will let the winners know. Uh, I'll, I'll reply back to you. So I've got three copies of the book, Lick Your Plate, to give away. We're going to take a quick break here on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. This is the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Welcome back. Hope you're enjoying this beautiful start to the weekend. Uh, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm getting my bike out soon. I'm going to put air in the tires. Uh, no one asked someone to put air in the tires. I don't actually... Not very good at doing that on my own. Uh, so thanks for joining me. I've got the authors of Lick Your Plate. It's the new cookbook from the sisters behind the books Bite Me and Bite Me Too. Your website is Bite Me More. There's a lot com. of biting happening. There's a lot of biting. But you've got lots of great videos up online as well, like how-tos. Yeah. We release a new video every Tuesday and uh, on our YouTube channel, which is Bite Me More. 
And we have so much fun doing this because it's part entertainment and part about hopefully educational for people and demystifying certain things that you might be intimidated by. Now, how much planning and work goes into a YouTube video? I think that's a really interesting thing to know because as just someone who's a viewer and clicks and goes, oh yeah, I see these YouTube videos and it's a minute or a minute and a half. You don't realize sometimes, especially when there's food involved, how much work goes into it. Definitely. Like there's no, there's no trickery um, involved in the sense it's not mashed potatoes when, when we're pretending it's ice cream, but there's definitely, we're paying attention to what it's going to look like on camera. Are we going to keep people's attention? You know, the attention span, we, we try not to go past the two minute mark is, or two and a half minute mark is as best we can and, and impart information that will help make your life easier in the kitchen. Do your kids give you feedback on your online stuff? Because you've much, got too, too much pay. <laughs> they do. Too well, much. because they're the generation who knows YouTube, yeah. who knows oh, yeah. Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Snapchat? Very yeah. uncool. I am very... Are you on Snapchat? We are. I just signed up for more. Snapchat and yeah. I haven't totally figured it out. Uh, Paychen Eats is my Snapchat. Do you want to yeah. share yours? Bite me more. Okay. Yeah. And that whole dog ear with the tongue thing. I don't know. The how filters to make are the most fun. Yeah. I don't know how to make that happen. But your kids could be giving you tutorials. Yes, they, yes. Oh, they gave us a lot of lessons. Yes. What is it usually their feedback when it comes to your online stuff and your videos? They enjoy. They, they tend to, to watch and rewatch. So um, they enjoy. They, They're great fans. They have yet to, <laughs> you know, they, I haven't gotten much in the way of um, criticism, but they, they always do chime in on what we're doing on Facebook, Twitter, and do they promote like, your stuff with on their own? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. We don't need PR. We've got sixteen. <laughs> You've got sixteen teenagers to promote you. <laughs> They're amazing. Do their friends love coming over to your house? Because you also live yeah. really close together, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we do. We live two you, blocks apart. You say that like it makes you a little bit nauseous. It surprises <laughs> me because my brother and I live on opposite coasts and it's fine. <laughs> Not far enough. Yeah. I mean, we would move in together if our husbands would allow it. But <laughs> You'd have a little be, commune. It'd be, be a little really bit, nice. Everyone would we, be so we well fed. We would get everybody talking. That's for sure. Those bite me sisters. Yes. Now, what do you keep in your fridge or pantry? Like what are your essentials for that like easy go-to? I think this might, uh, you know, inspire some people. Um, my go-to meal, if I'm in a real rush is I pick up a roast chicken and I have some noodles and I shred up the roast chicken and I throw in vegetables and I make a little stir fry, throw in a little bit of soy sauce, oyster sauce, and you have a good good meal. Yeah. And you cover everything. Uh, what do you mean? Like you, your protein and yeah, your yeah, your protein, your, your vegetables, your carbs. Yeah, I got the pyramid going. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's cooking off the pyramid. Uh, Julie, your like pantry staples or essentials that you always keep just do on you really, hand. Do you chocolate? really want to know chocolate? You're my kind of girl. Chocolate. Uh, chocolate. You can make a good meal for a family with yes. chocolate. You know, it it has not failed me yet. Chocolate. It may have failed your children. Yeah, but- <laughs> and their teeth. But That's okay that, because they live two blocks from their aunt who has exactly. uh, chicken and noodles and vegetables for right. them. No, uh, there's always ready. something going on. We have a 15... Lisa's created a recipe for a 15-minute chicken parm mm-hmm. that is lighter than your traditional one and it's so easy, so fast. That is definitely my go-to. I mean, I, I can get that from fridge to to plate in 15 minutes. I feel like there's a some sort of competition to be had here. Oh, like we have a competition, competition show, right? Yes, we have sister smackdown sometimes. Really? Is yeah. that a video or do you just do this yeah, for fun? No, we've had videos where we recently did a pie eating contest. That one's not up yet, but mm-hmm. you can guess who the winner is. Pay. 
So what uh, what are some upcoming videos that you'll be sharing? Uh, well, this Tuesday will be this past week we did a a one bowl carrot a light lightened up carrot cake, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Lisa's cut the oil in it by half. half. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, and it's amazing. It's moist and it's in one bowl and it's so easy. And this coming week, what did I do? Oh yes, I kicked Lisa out of the kitchen and I did my own video. So I went rogue. And I'm showing people how to make that chicken parmesan. It'll be out on Tuesday. And then what was Lisa doing? Lisa was probably getting her hair done. Oh. (laughs) Or doing her nails. Yeah, because I often do my nails, you can imagine. I bet, with all the recipe testing. I said to her, I said, I got this. I don't need you. Yeah. And I said, that is you succeeded? Yes. Yes, she did. Well, you'll have to watch to find out. So the new cookbook is called Lick Your Plate. I was mentioning uh, in the commercial break that it's, it's, it's heavy. It's a... It's a big book. There's yeah. 160 recipes in here. Yeah, it's a it's a heavy baby. Do you have a favorite in all of this? I'm going to go back to the apple pie pancakes. Yeah. But if you're looking for some variety in what I'm going to say, it's probably... Um, Lisa? I would say, well, that. for me, it's the entire soup chapter. Oh, yeah. I love soups because they're like year round and you can oh, have them anytime. I know what it is. It's a <laughs> falafel salad. Oh, it's like a deconstructed falafel in a salad, and it's mm-hmm. like a we don't. It's not deep fried. Nothing's deep fried. It's baked. You bake these falafel balls in the oven. Wait, did you feel funny saying you that? Said, you you whispered did. balls. Yeah, I know because you can so, say it. It's okay. <laughs> this is radio, and there are kids earlier in the we kept saying if you if you can smell no, your nuts, nuts, it's too late. But yeah. you had some. You felt uncomfortable saying falafel balls. I feel like we've balls. taken a left here somewhere on the way. <laughs> um, I'm sweating a little, uh, <laughs> and I'm the naughty one. Uh, yes, it's it's a great salad. So I love that Lisa also de- deconstructed a, a fish taco and made it into a salad. So again, another great way to – she just takes things that you're expecting and turns them around a little bit to make them really exciting and tasty. And you were saying, so uh, a lot of stuff isn't deep fried then in no. your recipes? No, nothing no, is deep fried. Nothing is. No. Zero. So that makes it a little bit healthier. For sure. Absolutely. Lisa, like all the recipes, they focus on fresh ingredients. Um, and we have a very healthy approach in that there is no deep frying and the the soups are... Don't give me that look, Lisa. So they give the, each other looks across the, the room in are, studio. are very <laughs> creamy tasting, but creamless. There might be one with a little bit of cream. That's why she's giving me the look because I've said this before that they're mm-hmm. creamy yet creamless, but it's true. She roasts the vegetables and you puree them and it gives a great consistency and flavor to the soup that you don't need the cream. Yes. Would you say in these years of doing the books, because Julie, you weren't you weren't the one who knew all about cooking. That was Lisa's Correct. thing, right? So in these years you've become... A- I would like you to like Alex Trebek me because I feel like I could beat her in, <laughs> in, in any tips and tricks. Yeah. At ah, this point? Yeah. This would be good. Yeah. This would be good. Well, well it says a lot about your we books. We should invite Pay over for a, uh, a game show video. Yeah, let's do it. I think uh, I would just like to come over to eat. So when you do okay. like the ice cream video or the <laughs> yeah. cake video yeah. or the cheesecake yeah. video or the whatever it is. That's when I you want to be invited. Come. I'm getting yes. the theme here that you're not looking to come for the broccoli video. No, the no. Video. I mean, 
I feel like I could do without that video. Or the coleslaw video. The coleslaw <laughs> video. I do love a good coleslaw. Mm. Uh, well, I want to thank you both for coming in. We've been getting a lot thank of entries uh, from people who want to win a copy of your book. You can still text in. Just send in your full name and your mailing address. I've got three copies of Lick Your Plate to give away. And if you want to find out more about the sisters or see their upcoming video, you can visit their website, which is bitememore.com. I also mentioned off the top of the show that I have uh, more stuff to give away. So I've got a great uh, Adam peanut butter natural upside prize pack to give away. It's a a couple of words there, but it's great. It's worth $200, a selection of Adam's 100% natural, crunchy, and creamy peanut butter. For your chance to win, just text in 71010. Just put peanut butter or PB in your text so I know that's what you're entering. And again, your name and mailing address, please. So you get a selection of Adam's 100% natural, crunchy, and creamy peanut butter. You'll get some recipe cards for food inspiration featuring some of their great recipes, including sesame peanut butter date bites on the go coconut peanut butter bars. I've been making these for a couple of weeks. They're really great. They freeze well. Uh, Great snack. Also, mini food processor, uh, measuring cups, a $20 grocery gift card, a swell water bottle, and a really cool tote bag so you can do your groceries and take it all home. So have a great weekend, everyone, and uh, please feel free to text in and enter. I'll be taking the text for the next couple of minutes, and I'll be back next Saturday Enjoy the weather. Paychen.com if you want to catch podcasts. And uh, have a great next couple of days. Bye.